Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, January 10th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to continue our trip through the American League West. On tap today, the Oakland A's. So join us today on Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. My name is Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. your boy Kev, YBK. If you want to catch me on socials at Kevin Lee Frazier, that's Instagram and Twitter. You can find me there. And also joining me uh, for an afternoon cup of tea, uh, the 300-pound minimal, a.k.a. Bull Buddy, how we doing? Where can they find you on TikTok? And uh, what do we let, – let's let's talk baseball. All right. We, we're going to talk some baseball. Um as as we did yesterday, we uh, somehow garnered the Seattle Mariners for the Monday edition mm-hmm. of the show, and um, Tuesday to bring the house way down. Mm. We're gonna go Oakland A's. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, if they wanted to find out about you on social medias, where would they find you at? Well, um. Anybody on the Oakland A's that want to find me on social media, they can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, at uh, Manimal Three Hundred on Instagram, and the handle at Bull Pro on oh. TikTok. Ooh. And I would never, ever, 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 ever forget my people on. Remember in quotation marks. The Facebook. Oh. Um, oh. You can find me on there as well. Full mm-hmm. Pro. No, Full uh, Pro, sorry. Uh, there were no um, memories of us at Disneyland today. Mm. Well, so. Disneyland was a good time, and many a good times have been had uh, on the road between you and I. But this show is not about road stories, this show is about baseball. And I am pretty pumped to talk about a team that it seems like you know a whole lot more about them than I do. Uh, the Oakland Athletics, um, a team that has a pretty decent farm system, at least at the top end of the farm system. Well, and, better. Uh, right, right. And then, you know, just maybe a, a team that is going to definitely have to overachieve to really do anything this year. But it would not be the first time that the Oakland A's have come out of nowhere and made waves in the American League West? I don't know if they're going to make waves just yet this year. I think they may still be a couple of years away from any or all wave making. <laughs> but they uh, I mean, they got a lot of prospects last year. Um, they traded uh, – you know, Major League Baseball last year when they went into the lockout, the uh, the idea was to come out of the lockout with all the teams on board for for making a real effort at, at winning. And the A's went right out and they traded every person on their roster almost. Mm. Mm. And uh, the A's fans last year, I guess they kind of protested. Not that they don't protest most years if if mm. if the attendance by the, the Coliseum by looks anyways is an indication. But they mm. don't uh they don't really they don't really support them that well. And then last year 
they decided not to support him at all because they made zero efforts. Uh, I mean, they traded away Olsen, Chapman. Um, yes. I can't remember all the pieces. Yes. Bassett, all the guys. Yes. That, yeah, they traded all those guys away. I mean, I yeah. so they're, you know. So, and then this year they started it with uh, with trading, uh, was it Sean, Sean Murphy? Yes. But, um, so they, you know, so uh, the A's, you know, the, they got uh, Tony Kemp at second base, um, Seth Brown, Seth Brown at first base. Seth Brown's going to be one of those guys. He was a, a 2019 um, or a 2015 uh, draft pick. So he's he's got some age on him now, but he's been around there for a little while for them. And he, uh, you know, he hits twenty five home runs. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't hit for much of an average, but he does get on base a little bit, and he slugs. So he's, he's not a bad player. He, uh, um, you know, he he's, he stays healthy. And he plays pretty much every day. Um, uh, and then this is a guy that I don't know if he'll be on their team by uh, opening day. Ramon Lariano. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those guys that every year it's kind of you're thinking that he may get traded. So, uh, you know, he, he was uh, oft injured last season, only ended up with about 385 plate appearances and kind of had a down season. So I'd expect him to bounce back, but I don't know if he'll be bouncing back with the A's or if they sent him away before the start of the season still. Um, and, you know, um, I know we always talk about Rangers and, and trades and possibilities and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, uh, Loriano is one of those corner outfielders that could help, could help a team. And I don't know if they would uh, be willing to send him to the, the same uh, division, but, you know, he's still got, uh, he's still got a couple, three years before he can be a free agent. So he's one of those guys that maybe, you know, the Rangers up there, looking for an outfielder, but I'm not 100% sure that uh, Ramon Laureano is a guy that is that guy, you know, but he's, but you'd have him under control for his 20, 28, 29 and 30 seasons. So, Hmm. you know, um, just, uh, just a little tad tidbit of uh, a little morsel out there. for Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty decent year. No in, guarantee. Uh, what was it? Eight, 18? 18, no, I think it was. Uh, no, 20, uh, 19, 21, 19. 21, 2. He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. 19. Yeah, 2019, he had he was a 288, 340, and a slug 521, had 24 homers. Uh, looked like a promising guy. Uh, had a had a 2020 to forget. Uh, bounced back, like you said, a little Lots bit. Lots of people did, though. So. A lot of people did in 2020. Um, just not enough, uh, you know, see, you know, enough time to really see, but I thought in 2021, he wasn't bad for, but again, he's had injuries, you know, he's just, he's one of those guys, he's had some injuries and, um, you know, uh, a once promising player that's, you know, kind of found his way to, uh, you know, he needs to find a way to stay healthy these next couple of years before he hits free agency. And, uh, Third base out there for the A's. They've got uh, Jace Peterson. Mm-hmm. He's a, a left-handed hitter, an older guy. Um, they probably they signed him 
you know, for away from the uh, Brewers this year. Um, he's mm. just uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he was a former first rounder that, it, you know, not not much to hate about him, but not much to like. You're hoping that you get a full season from him and that he play that he's healthy. And then uh, I think they also, yeah, they signed. Uh, Almeida's Diaz too. He's a guy he could play any of those infield positions. Um, another, uh, you know, he was an all star a couple of years. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. How in the world has Jace Peterson stayed in the major leagues this long, batting two thirty one with a three twenty one on base, a three twenty three three forty three slug, and a, a six sixty four ops. And this guy has somehow found a way to average 250 at-bats a year in his career with a whopping four home runs. How is this possible? Well, it's uh, it's that thing where he, uh, he kind of stays hurt enough to where you wonder if he's going to ever hit his potential as a, as a former first-round pick. And you know that they try to they the Brewers tried they tried man they they wanted him to succeed there and he just didn't and you know now it's on to the next place because you know Oakland needs somebody to fill that third base role until you know they feel comfortable with one of the young guys and yeah. I mean it could be it could be not too long um, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, it looks like G-Loft. they got a guy. Yeah, G Loft. Uh, yeah, like he's, he's not too far away. He's, he's a twenty-three-year-old kid, so he's, you know, I mean, he's probably he's probably going to be there fast, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's pretty much torn it up wherever he's been in the minor league system so far. So you know, I mean, Fangraphs has predicted him out to get some plate appearances this year, and it might be earlier than you think. Um, but you know, he's, he's a good prospect and he has been for, um, since he came out in 2021, he's been one of their top 15, 20 prospects the last couple of years. So, you know, you'll, we'll just see how long, um, Jace Peterson keeps himself in the lineup because there isn't really anything on the bench either. That's going to take time away from him. Uh, so, you know, I mean, Kevin Smith is their only other infielder, and you know he's a he's a guy they just traded for that doesn't have a lot of Major League Baseball service time. Uh, just 151 plate appearances <laughs> in his career, so you know he's good. It's going to be it's going to be tough uh, tough sledding for the A's at third base early yeah. in the season. Yeah, I mean, really, when you look at the A's, there's just not a lot to talk about at the major league level um that's no super, but i bet if we did exciting a, i bet if we did a top 20 prospect list on the a's it'd be fun as hell though yeah they do have some guys i mean it looks like they've got, <laughs> they've got three guys uh in the from double a um double a on up like three guys that are top 100 prospects um tyler soderstrom Ken mm-hmm. Waldachuk and yes. Luis Medina. So it looks like they've got some guys. And when you scroll through their, you know, just kind of their triple A, uh, they, they do have some, they do have a lot of people that are 
look like they're ready to, you know, make their jump really almost at every position. It seems like um, they've got somebody that looks like they're ready to get well, some playing it, time. It looks like Waldachuk is probably going to get an opportunity to start this year at the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, Soderstrom, uh, you know, it just depends. I mean, he, he may he may be up this year. He may not. And, you know, they may still like him uh, off of catcher with having Langoliers because that's probably, in, in my opinion, uh, Shea Langoliers is probably the best uh, young guy they have in their uh, uh, lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say that he's probably going to get the uh, – most opportunities to play if he could take over first base from Seth Brown. Um, but for the most part, because I mean, I think Langoliers, Langoliers also was a, a high prospect and, you know, before he came off of last year and, you know, I mean, cause he's still, I think going to be a rookie this year. I don't think he's coming out of, uh, I don't think he's lost his rookie eligibility just yet. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him and uh, him and uh, Soderstrom, you know, Soderstrom get more time at first base. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, he does seem like he does have a lot of upside. Uh, he had some pretty impressive uh, minor league seasons, but again, nothing – I mean, you're not talking about a guy that's coming out like Josh Young or something like that that's really just, um, you know, really just maybe an above-average projected major leaguer. Um, So the thing about the A's, though, that I just – I never trust them because they always seem to put teams together that you don't think are going to be really good. And the next thing you know, they've got three all-stars, and you're like, where – where those yeah, no, from. they do. They, they do it all know. the time. So, so you can't really underestimate them. You can't assume uh, that you know that they're just gonna because um, they definitely go out there. they have some interesting guys down here at the bottom of the lineup. We talked about Almeida's Diaz just for a quick second, um, yeah. but past him, they don't have anybody that's going to be. Um, Connor Cappell is a guy that they claimed off of waivers from St. Louis in the offseason or in September. Um, so, and he's the oldest guy past um, Diaz at 25 and a half, pro- probably going to be his 25 season. And all of these guys, none of them have any service time just yet. And, uh, you know, you're going to find out about them. And, and the A's are – they're perfectly fine with finding out about them. You know, they're going to – Yeah. They're going to – they're going to look and see, you know, we got anything in Nick Allen at shortstop or are we going to start um, closing out the books on him and are we going to start looking at somebody like um, uh, Logan Davidson or uh, – um, even a Rubio Angelas that's down there a little bit further down their roster. Um, they, uh, they the second coming, the second coming of Max Muncy. The second coming, yeah. I see, he's got a non-roster invite too. So, 
It's, you a, know, it's the, a twenty-year-old Max Muncy. Real quick, but not um, the Max Muncy. Real, real quick note on the actual Max Muncy. Um, my cousin was in his wedding because him and his, or her and his wife were friends at Baylor University. Mm. So there's a quick uh, um, five degrees of separation down to two on Max Muncy. Um, but as far as, you know, I mean, like I said, those those guys, Capel, Allen, Ruiz, Estery Ruiz, all those guys, they're going to find out what they've got in those guys. And, uh, you know, if they don't have anything in them, they're going to move on to the next guy. And um, there's a good chance that, uh, you know, Manny Pena won't, Manny Pena won't be there very long, um, mm-hmm. especially if they – uh, if they get what they want from Cedarstrom or uh, Soderstrom, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know their their bench, the guy that on the bench that's the most inter- uh, intriguing to me is Christian Patchy. Uh, he was a guy that was a, 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 a brave that came over probably on the Olson deal, um, but mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that he's been intriguing and he's he's probably ready to break out so. If Estery Ruiz doesn't really take over that job at center field, um, expect Christian Pache to do it to or to take over that job. And then okay. after that, man, I mean they're they're young, they're they're young, and uh, they're they're going to find out what they have in a lot of players this year. They've got a couple of uh, veterans to kind of keep the ship going in the right direction. But as for you know that lineup right now. It is, it's young, and uh, you know it depends. I mean, I think probably not this year. Probably this year is going to be another, another ninety-five plus loss season for the A's. But uh, when you start looking at this next that we're going to look at the the starting pitching, and you start looking down into their uh, their younger guys on their farm. Uh, you know, we can see how in 25, 2025, this thing may be pretty dangerous. Well, hey, before we get into pitching, I want to tell everybody that this show is brought to you first off by this tropical vibe can of Celsius. Uh, Celsius is what gets me through my day many, many, many a time. And we are giving them a, a cheap plug for the hopes of getting a possible sponsorship with them in the near future. And we are also brought to you by Texas Roughhouse Wrestling. Matt Wars on Matt January. War Matt War Pro on yes, January 13th. That is this Friday. Um, and I'm going to let my buddy Manimal uh, tell you a little more about them. But there will be two guys in the main event that might possibly – uh, register on the Richter scale. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody to go out and have a beer with my buddy Manimal or a, a beverage. It doesn't have to be a beer. Uh, but 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 on, on the side note, Bull, why don't you tell them a little more about the show and what they can expect from uh, this cool partnership? Well, you know, you know, I'll also take an icy cold Mountain Dew. Mm. Uh, but, yes. but real quick, um, just... Matt Matt War Pro is a uh, is as a good friend of Texas Roughhouse Wrestling, and uh, we're trying to do what we can to help them out, and they do what they can to help us out, 
and this Friday night at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas. Matt War Pro is going to present the Brawl at the Hall. Mm. And uh, the uh, the main event is going to be Big Damo McCullough, which is a guy that uh, I helped get him into the wrestling business and get him trained and get him out here in the and making waves in his first year. Okay. Um, uh, against uh, Brent McKenzie, a guy that you know well, mm-hmm. a guy that uh, used to be a farmer, mm. a guy that uh, that we all we all know. And in uh, love, and, uh, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if love is a word. His <laughs> tactics, his tactics ah. recently have oh. uh, been been uh, unsavory to say the least. But this Friday night, January thirteenth, brawl at the hall at the Southside Preservation Hall, Fort Worth, Texas. Come check it out. Martin House uh, has has decided to give out a few kegs to give away for some free beer, and then there's mm. going to be. Uh, um, food trucks and uh, and all the uh, all the pizzazz that goes along with mm. these fun new wrestling this fun new wrestling game. Awesome, awesome! So really exciting to hear about that, and uh, you know, go and support uh, your local Texas uh, wrestling if you're out in Fort Worth, and uh, go grab a Celsius and tell them that Texas or not tech tell them that Texas Rangers with the boys uh, sent you. So. Now back to the pitching staff for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, looking through this, it just somewhat underwhelming. Obviously, Waldachuk stands out, um, kind of jumps off the page at you, but not a whole lot else uh, really gets you super excited. But I just have a weird feeling that Cole Irwin might have his best year ever and drop his ERA from three nine eight to three 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 or something and. You know, shock shock the world because the A's always have guys that do that. Well, you know, I mean, those guys, um, Cole Irvin, Paul Blackburn, James Caprillion, all those dudes are kind of like at that point in their career where if if, if it's going to happen for them, it's going to happen for them now. They're all kind of right around 30 years old, and this is going to be uh, each, each one of them's 29 season, so – you know, you're going to find out – they're going to find out quick. And, uh, you know, are these guys going to be guys that keep that ERA somewhere around four? Or are they going to be guys that can start, uh, you know, dipping that ERA a little bit more, eating some more innings and, uh, you know, getting getting more – logging more than what they're doing right at the moment? And I think that's something, you know, you're going to just find that out overall. Um, Cole Irvin, Paul Blackburn. Um, James Caprillion, they're going to be in the rotation until something happens, you know, that, uh, that changes, that changes it up. And, you know, the, most of their pitching is, uh, on that 40 man roster, you know, so Kyle, Kyle Muller, JP Sears, Adrian Martinez, Louis Medina, Freddie Tarnock, all those guys are on the, uh, 40 man roster and all of them are, are guys that, uh, last year, you know, the starting in December of 22, when they started, uh, when they started trading guys away, these are the guys that came back. Right. So you're right. going to, you're going to find out. I mean, they got a couple of starting pitchers from Atlanta just in this last trade. And then they got, you know, starting pitchers from San Diego, starting pitchers from the Yankees, 
Um, and then they've got guys that they've drafted um, that are right underneath that. So, you know, they've got, they've got guys, they have starting pitchers. Um, you know, Dalton Jeffries is another guy that, uh, that he's one a first rounder of theirs. He's been hurt. Um, I'm not exactly sure how, you know, what, what he, what he's going to play into this thing for him next year. Cause he's ready to play in the big leagues. And they got guys, you know, they got a bunch of their uh, their double A guys they sent to the AFL this year to to get extra, to get some extra pitching. They're just, you know, they got a lot of product. Now it's just about finding out what each every bit of that product is. And they also um, went to the KBO to to find okay. a little pitching this off season too, and we'll find out a little bit about him. Uh, Drew Rosinski, yeah. um, you know, it, it's a name. I want to say he came up with Cleveland. Like I've seen that name. Maybe he, maybe he's been up with a cup of coffee with the uh, the Indians, or or at the time the Look, Indians, now the Guardians. Um, but yeah, looks no, like just, Drew. Let me give you a little background. So he he had a little bit of a stint with the Angels, and then he had a little stint with. Uh, Minnesota, but has not pitched. He only had one season in 2018 where he pitched, uh, you know, more than like seven innings. He had 35 innings with the Miami Marlins, uh, all out of the bullpen. And uh, it just looks like he wasn't, he wasn't bad. Uh, but again, nothing, nothing overwhelming. But a lot of times these guys go to uh, go overseas and then, you know, kind of find themselves and, I think Oakland is kind of hoping that that Drew Rachinski is going to be uh, one of those guys. It looks like he pitched four years um, in uh, in Korea. It doesn't look like he was year. bad at all either, right? No, I mean, no, he was. So he started thirty games every year, had an earned run average at 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 or below three one seven. So his lowest ERA was two nine seven. His highest was. Uh, was a three one seven, but thirty pitched started thirty games, pitched over one hundred and seventy five innings every single season, um, and it looks like somewhere in there, uh, he started figuring out how to strike guys out. So you might be a better person to figure out what happened. Maybe he found a pitch that he didn't have, or something changed because he went from one hundred and nineteen Ks in one hundred and seventy seven innings in two thousand nineteen to 167, 177, and then 194 last year. So he he figured some stuff out. His whip went down every year. Um, might be one of those guys that, you know, comes over and you aren't expecting because he, he looks like he's – they're catching him at the right – on kind of trending upwards and yeah, they have a couple definitely, good years in the majors. They definitely. Have a couple good years. Yeah, he, he – and, and, you know, he's right at that uh, – he's at that age where – you know, 34, 35, 36, he should be, mm -hmm. he should be relatively uh, valuable. Um, and he might actually just be, you know, he's only on a one year with a, with a club option. So he may be one of those guys that if he does pitch well, that the A's can flip again. And, okay. and, you know, with that club option next year, if he pitches well this year, um, you know, a good team that, or a team that needs an arm late in the season, this might be somebody that they go after. Um, especially with that club option of of three million for next year, so you know it could be that it could be that case again. Uh, 
but Drew Rosinski, he's going to get opportunities to pitch. And, um, and you know, um, they just have – they have guys, you know. I mean, like at, at this point in the big leagues, they've got some good – some guys that were uh, big prospects for them in the, uh, in the bullpen and A.J. Puck and Trevor May, but not really a bunch of guys that uh, – you know, not not really a bunch back there either. They're going to be interesting to see, and you're just going to kind of have to wait and see on, you know, what they ended up with. But they've got, you know, they're an interesting group this year. But I still think yeah. they probably lose about ninety five games. Right. Yeah, I don't think they're going to finish out of the cellar, but I also think they're going to be one of those teams that are a lot better this year than they were last year, even if the wins don't uh, necessarily reflect that. I think we understand what that's like um, with the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, they're never going to spend. They're never – those things just aren't ever going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. So you got to just – you got to deal with it as an A's fan and, and hope that these guys that they went out and got last year or got during all these trades that they made, for Chapman, Olsen, those guys, you know, see what those guys turn into. And, and you know how it is. I mean, 25, 26, I would expect the uh, A's to be back to some sense of uh, uh, decency in the AL West. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything else you got when it, in regards to the Oakland Athletics? I know you're excited about this show. Any tidbits that you want to show that you want to share about the A's? We've covered pretty much their their pitching, uh, a little bit of their minor league. I, I think again, a team that look for in probably another year or so uh, to really start to be competitive. Anything else we need to look out look out for with the Oakland Athletics? Um, uh, again, you know, we were talking about a little bit of uh... You know, they've got some prospects. They've got some guys that are that are good players, you know, that are prospects that you're just going to have to wait on and kind of wait and see. Um, they're going to find out a little bit about a lot of guys this year because they've uh, invited a bunch of guys to, to their big league spring training, and they've got guys, you know, we talked about it, Zach Geloff, um, Logan Davidson. Um, they've got some guys, Cal Stevenson and uh, – Brent Rooker are, are pretty ready outfielders. Um, Cody Thomas as well. Um, Lawrence Butler is a guy that they like that they don't want to lose. And then they've got some young guys that are that are good prospects um, down there. You know, I mean, uh, they've got a kid named Denzel Clark that they're going to invite to spring training, and he's a pretty good prospect for them. And then, like we said, they got uh, starting pitching on the way, and you're just going to have to find out. But uh, – you know, nobody over twenty-seven on those uh, on those young starters that are at AAA, and then they've got guys, you know, just getting ready, and they're uh, you're going to find out. But if you when you look at how they got most of these guys, most of them are, you know, trades within the last year, and so you're they're going to find out a lot in a hurry. Right. Right. Well, awesome. Well, hey, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, definitely thank our uh, sponsors, uh, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling, and our unofficial sponsor, uh, Celsius. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. We uh, really just appreciate it. Uh, we all love baseball. That's why you're here. And uh, just want to wish everybody a happy uh, Tuesday. 
And this is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.